This is a reading from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 25. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His, his mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to, the pub, to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not have her as a husband has a wife until she gave birth to a son. Joseph gave him the name Jesus. Thank you, Rafe, and thank you to all the children who prayed for us. Well, good evening. It is fantastic to see you. My name is Tim. I'm on the staff team here at Holy Trinity Clapham. I'm trained to be vicar. And this evening, we're just going to take a few moments to reflect on the Christmas story together. And I wonder if I feel like us here at HTC, you have been looking forward to this service. I love having something to look forward to. It was my birthday this week, and I managed to get myself three celebrations over the course of it, which I thought was doing quite well. And now, having the promise of something like that to look forward to is in fact like nothing else. So I'd love to know here, and I encourage as much participation here as you would like, who has been looking forward to the Christmas holidays? Who has been looking forward to some rest, to some food, to some fun? You know, presents, no homework, fantastic stuff. Um, I'm aware for those of you with little children, the idea of rest at Christmas might be a slightly laughable thing, but there is always the promise of bedtime. And now, who here is excited to open presents tomorrow morning? Yes, 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 yes. I wonder if you ever like me, I used to love trying to guess, well I still do, what was wrapped underneath a Christmas tree. Has anyone given that a go? Have you tried to guess at what has been given to you? Do you think anyone would like to be really, really brave and tell us what you hope that you're getting tomorrow? Do you want to shout out? And all I heard from this is an army set. Lots of great things. I'm sure, parents, you can hear your children shouting out. Hopefully, it has filled you with peace that you've made the right choice and not terror that you're going to have to do some more shopping at half five on Christmas Eve. Now, knowing what is coming and having something to look forward to, whether that is a holiday, whether that is a present, whether that is a party, this can give us such joy and hope. And the Christmas story, the true Christmas story, is the coming of one who was long hoped for, who people looked forward to. But the people were not just looking for Santa, but they were looking for a saviour. They were looking for God himself to come to them. Now, 
having something to look forward to is very powerful, isn't it? And we know this because just what is it like to have that thing taken away? Children, imagine with me tomorrow morning if you woke up and all those fantastic presents underneath your tree were gone. Goodness me, it'd be so, so hard. And I experience something like this every year when I watch Wimbledon. And I experience something like this when I watch Andy Murray at Wimbledon. Because the hardest thing about watching Andy Murray at Wimbledon is the fact that he might actually win it. You see, if he was truly rubbish, any, anything he got to, we could just encourage by. But because he actually might win the thing, there's hope. And my goodness, when he inevitably loses, that's what crushes me. You see, it is the despair I can take, but the hope will eventually get me. But you see, in our story, what we've had today is a story full of hope, full of looking forward, and even full of disappointment. Can you imagine what it is like to be a young man, hopeful for a fantastic life with your bride-to-be and finding out that she is pregnant? This was the situation that Joseph found himself in. And yet, imagine the joy when he finds an angel coming to him and saying, the one with whom your wife is carrying, that is the saviour of the world, that is Jesus Christ. You are to give him this name. The angel tells him, she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Now, of course, this was in the days before ultrasound scans, wasn't it? So maybe this is the holy ultrasound. But they don't just find out the sex of the baby. The angel prophetically says, you are to name him Jesus, because he will save people from their sins. And as we're thinking about looking forward, as we're thinking about expectation, Jesus was a long time coming, waited for by the people for hundreds and thousands of years. We heard in our reading that all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And we can read these promises for ourselves in the the Bible, written 800 years before Jesus would come. But you see, this promised one, this one who was long hoped for, this one who was looked forward to, didn't just come for us to have fun at Christmas time and to gather like this and to have a merry time. In fact, Jesus didn't come just for us to have a festive season. You see, for his whole life, from his birth to his death to his rising again, can actually affect our whole lives now. But you see, Jesus doesn't just do that as our moral example. And he didn't just come to say, wouldn't it be nice if we're all kind to each other for a change? Why did Jesus come? Well, as our reading says, Jesus came to save people from their sins. You see, our natural state is actually of separation from God, from what we do. And I think this might actually be an easy thing to identify with sometimes, because often when we look at the world, which will be symbolized soon in an orange... Maybe over this past year or the year before, you have been asking, where is God in all of this? And maybe you've actually found yourself thinking, though, at some point, well, if God were to come, if he were to show up in some way, well, well, then I would believe. But the amazing truth of Christmas is that God has come 2,000 years ago in a way that no one would expect as the powerful became powerless, as the infinite became an infant. And Jesus came to save us and to break down and to make a way through all that separates us from God. And this is his free gift to us. Since we don't earn God's love by our own moral performance and we don't 
buy it by our charity. In fact, we receive it as we put our faith in God and ask for his forgiveness. We will, on our orange, have a red ribbon. And this symbolizes the blood of Jesus that he shed. We even remember at Christmas time the fact that Jesus came to die. But he did not stay dead, but he rose again. And this is the truth we can put our hope in. Because the joy of Christmas is that we don't just have a seasonal holiday to look forward to. We actually look to the God who has come in Jesus Christ. And now we may put our trust in him, put our faith in him, and look for the hope of heaven. God has come to us as a baby. God has come to us as Jesus Christ. And so this Christmas time, can I encourage you to reflect on this truth? Can I encourage you to pray? In fact, this time right now might be a picture of what it's like to do that at Christmas. Amongst all the chaos and busyness and fun, actually we can find a moment to reflect and thank God for all that he has done. Maybe you'd like a chance to reflect on this more. We run a great course called the Alpha Course, a chance to explore the bigger questions. Can I encourage you to come on that? And can I encourage you to give your life to God, to accept the free gift of God, to look to all that he has done for us and to put your faith in him. And even as the children gone around us, shall we pray together? Lord, we thank you that you have come for us. Thank you that you loved us so much that you would send your only son to die. Thank you that you came to save us from our sins. And just as Joseph obeyed, the angel, Lord, I pray you would help us respond in faith and obedience to you this Christmas time. Amen. Amen.